Hello, welcome to Spotlight, brightening the lives of heathens everywhere. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. This evening, it's panto time again in Ramsey. Oh, yes it is. Yes, I know. We hear about a book by a local author which has been topping the bestsellers in the children's books in W.H. Smith's. And there's no business like show business. Yes, Annie, get your gun. Heads back to the gaiety after a gap of 50 years. Remember, do get in touch with any creative artistic endeavours you may be involved in, planning, hoping to create, or would really like to put in the spotlight. Be they poetic, visual, theatrical, musical, literary, mime, ceramics, the list goes on. Spotlight at manxradio.com or Howard Kane at manxradio.com. So, you may think panto season has gone for another year, but oh no it hasn't. Yes, yes, yes. As it's still happening in Ramsey, courtesy of Clodron Community Theatre up north. I found out more from founder and director of Clodron, Heather Ruffino, and cast member Aidan Collett. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, riding through the glen. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, with his band of men. Well, the reason we choose uh, mid-February, it's because there's so much of a run-up to Christmas with so many different events going on. And by the time January comes in, by February, things have gone a bit quiet and I think everybody's ready for a bit of fun and entertainment and especially our nonsense with our pantomimes. So um, we are now going to stage Robin Hood with our unique twist, like you've never probably seen it before. So <laughs> here bit, we go. <laughs> a bit a bit different. Is this musical or straight or how's, how's it work? Well, we have some fun songs in, maybe a familiar tune here and there, but uh, with my lyrics thrown in there and the cast as well has also done some lyrics and uh, added to the script with me so um, we've all had some fun. All right, a few we... modifications here and there. <laughs> always. Every rehearsal's always different as they say. Well we, we have a cast member here so rehearsal's good fun then? Yes. Lots of laughs. Yes. Which is the main thing. And uh, your character? Um, I am Polinetta, Chief Flower Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> And she's got she's got two mates. You see, she's got Queenie, um, who's the uh, queen bee, uh, queen, and she's uh, allergic to her pollen. Of course, she's allergic to flower pollen, so she's always sneezing, and everybody's got to say bless you. And um, also to make the tree up is um, uh, Christabel, this nervous, nervous little um, <laughs> butterfly. <laughs> That's uh, so. We've got Moira Crystal as Queen Bee, and we've got uh, Jean Canish as um, Christabel, and they make a great trio, the three of them. <laughs> it sounds great fun. And, yeah. and Clodagh, it, it, it's proper community theatre, isn't it? It is. It's it's what I've always wanted to build up, always for Ramsey and the North, and it's just gradually taking off, and we've got more members joining. Clodagh is Manxford players, and um, we all we're a great team. There's a mixture of ages and we we all seem to gel together and have a great laugh together which is what it's all about yeah and we've just getting, had getting nods nods from the cast members. <laughs> oh yeah 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 definitely <laughs> we have a good group yeah we we do gel all yeah. of us we really do have a lot of fun okay. and where do you rehearse so st paul's mm. hall we're based there now we've got our own stage which gets put up 
Um, it's all clamped together and it makes a very good stage. We have our own curtain tabs and our own sound system and lighting. And when the once the stage is up, the hall transfers really, I suppose, into Ramsey's mini theatre and it works for us. So um, um, we also put on our, a comedy play, uh, which we did last year at the spring early summer and mm. we plan to do the same this year but that will be at the courthouse in Ramsey so ah. for the for the little little plays and concerts so different again uh, tickets are available from the bridge book shop in Ramsey and also online with ticketsource.co.uk uh, slash Ramsey Panto you can also do that you can pay at the door but all the th- the thing to remember is uh, people who have already bought tickets have priority that they're guaranteed mm-hmm. a seat. But the seats aren't numbered, so it's first come, first served. <laughs> through <laughs> <there>. <laughs> um, But as I say, you can pay at the door, but yeah, yeah. priority comes to ticket buyers. It sounds yeah. great fun. Proper community theatre, which is lovely to see on the island. Uh, I will just say break a leg on this one. Thank you. Thank you. I hope it goes as well as we did with our musical with Star of India yeah. in the past. Indeed, that was a uh, smash hit, so... Yeah. Best of luck on that. The Panto opened last weekend, but fear not if you missed it then, as it's on again this coming weekend, the 17th and 18th, with a matinee on the 18th. You can pay at the door. Ticket holders, however, are guaranteed a seat. You might not be if you just turn up on the door. Just putting it out there. We'll hear more from Heather next week, by the way, with some really exciting news about Ramsey Courthouse. Spotlight. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. From stage to page, A Tale's Tale, the story of a Manx cat, or the adventure of a Manx cat, is the first book by local author Jane Lees, with beautiful illustrations by artist Julia Ashby-Smythe. And the book's been doing very well in booksellers W.H. Smith, no less. I dropped down to see Jane at her place of work as she fits her writing in around her day job and family, and I found out more. W.H. Smith have stocked the book. Uh, Well, it's, it's obviously still in stock. Um, and they've had um, great interest in it, and um, they've they've put me down as um, children's author of the month for this month so far. Um, they have restocked several times, so there's lots of copies there, um, and several other shops have also stocked it. This is fantastic, and we are talking about A Tale's Tale, if you've not seen it, An Adventure of a Manx Cat. Let's go back to the beginning a bit then. How did this come about? Did you set out to write a book to sell or was it something you just written for your own amusement? Um, I never initially set out to sell a book. I actually wrote it as a, a, a bedtime story for my son. So it was never intended to actually leave the house. Um, but things kind of progressed with um, a, a BBC writer that put me in touch with the publisher and then things progressed for it, for it to go into a book. And the idea... Of this Manx cat, I mean, are you a cat woman yourself? You got cats? I did have cats. I love cats. Um, so I think that that was always inevitable that that was going to be a theme for me. But I wanted, to, I wanted it to be Manx themed. So um, I wanted it to centre around the story of a Manx cat. So that was always going to be. It was inevitable that it was going to be a Manx cat for me for the story. And what was the actual story you had in mind then? Again, did you set out with a specific story and sort of moral in mind or was this something that came about once you started the writing process? Um, I didn't actually start out with anything in mind at all. I just sat down to write the story and everything kind of fell into place with it. So it happened quite quickly. And because it's in rhyming lyrics, um, I, I, I wrote the story in rhyming couplets. 
So it kind of fell into place quite easily and we progressed from one part of the story to the next and it seemed to flow quite well. So um, we just kind of um, took it from there that it started off as a little Manx adventure um, and before we knew it, we completed the entire book. And this is in English and in Manx? It is. So what we've done, we've had it obviously published in English, but um, Culture Vanin very kindly translated it into Manx for us. So we've had it published in both English and Manx. Are you a Manx speaker? I'm not, no, but it, it would be it would be quite interesting to kind of learn. Um, I think that um, uh, it, it may happen in due course. You never know. Well, you can start lessons, you know. It doesn't cost anything to learn a little bit <laughs> if you have any free time. And and the cat, so the Manx cat is called Ben. And the journey really he sets out, as it says, to sort of to find himself. Yes. Yeah, so um, the story is, is I actually wrote it for my son, who's also called Ben. So that's why the main character is called Ben. Um, and Ben goes on um, a little adventure around the island to find himself. Uh, and then he discovers that it's okay to be different. The moral of the story is that he finds that it's okay to be different and everybody's got something unique about them. Um, and he's he's very happy with life after he discovers that he's normal. And what does your son think of the story? Did he enjoy it? No, he was he was a little bit angry that I'd used his name for the main character. Oh, no. Um, but it was too late by that stage. I couldn't change it. Oh, no, that's no use, is it? Uh, so... You've got this first book out now. It's doing very well, as you said, in uh, W.H. Smith's. Have you got follow-ups in mind? Um, well, I have written another six books, but they're still work in progress. So um, I do have a lot to do around all of them at the moment, but we do have the general storyline in place, um, and it's just a case of fitting everything together. Good all of them. We should also say, of course, that it's not just the writing. There are the wonderful pictures. Yes, so I worked in the most fabulous lady, Julia Ashby Smythe. So she's my illustrator for A Tale's Tale, and she's done the most incredible job. I'm really happy with her work, um, and I didn't, I didn't like to impose any restrictions on her work, um, and I just left her to it with her imagination. And she's just done the most wonderful job, and it's really well suited to the book. So she, she's done a, a, an incredible job. I'm very happy with her work. So maybe more in the offing, uh, more illustrations. It does look absolutely fantastic. Is this something you would consider doing full-time? Because at the moment you sort of fit it in in your spare time. Uh, I do. Um, I'm quite happy with my full-time role at the moment. So this is just something that I'm quite happy to do on the side for now. Um, this is just a little hobby of mine just to tick me over. But I'm quite happy with my full-time at KPMG for now. <laughs> and what would you say to anyone who's sort of because you often hear this, don't you, that this old adage that everyone's got a book inside them and people quite often write things and think, oh, no, I couldn't possibly think about publishing that or whatever. And yet there you are, you know, you've gone along, you've done something which you just did off your own bat for your own amusement and for your son's amusement. And yet here it is now, something of a bestseller in WH Smith. So do you think it's something anyone can do? They put their mind to it? Absolutely. I think if you if you have your headset on doing something, absolutely go for it and don't let anything hold you back. I think that it's um, it's something that everybody should try and do. If you have a dream, you you just need to pursue it and, and go for it. And there's I don't believe there's anything that you can't accomplish if you put your mind to it. Well, listen, ever so well done. Fantastic achievement. It looks marvellous. It's selling very well indeed. I can feel already volume two and three are going to do very well. So who knows? It might be a whole new career. Thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us today on Spotlight. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you.
great stuff. Lovely little book. It's published by Lily Publications. Jane tells me she doesn't yet know about a volume two, but watch this space. And as Jane herself says, if she can get a book published, then so can you. Think on, budding authors. There's no business like show business like no business like One of the many classic songs from the show, Annie Get Your Gun, with a score by Irving Berlin. And now it's coming back to the Gaiety stage after a gap, I'm told, of some 50 years. Seems hard to believe, doesn't it? It's being staged next month by the Manx Operatic Society, cast members Kate Cowley, Daniel Sebastian Gray, Phil Bird, and director Jeremy Tustin called into the Spotlight studio to tell me more. Yesterday they told you you would not go far. That night you opened and there you are. Next day on your dressing room... Well, luckily it was revised in 1999, which um, about 20 years ago now. Um, so they've taken some of the original material out and added some newer stuff into it, um, and the orchestrations are all brand new. Uh, so they've revamped it completely. Uh, so you still get the classic show, but it has a modern take to it, which audiences now expect, I think. And so when we say a modern take, what has sort of changed compared to the classic? of the people think back to the film or the original, what sort of thing Yeah, no, this is set in the Big Top. So it's Buffalo Bill's Big Top uh, arena. Uh, so it's more circus-based. Um, and it'll have that feel about it. So every every scene that happens, uh, the ensemble change the whole whole set. Uh, things fly in, um, and it just it creates an easier take on the show. Rather, the old version was very clunky with all the cloths coming in, but this one it runs so smoothly. Um, and again, that's what audiences like nowadays. It's true. I suppose there's a different expectation. Yeah. Musically wise, are the sort of the classic numbers, your sort of, um, you know, no business like show business and doing what comes naturally. Will they still yeah, be? They're featured? still there. Um, but the show business number actually owns the show now. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's a great it's a great opener. Oh, well, as I say, that is a, f- a fantastic yeah. way to get going. Uh, Character wise then. So, uh, Annie. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you have to learn to shoot? Um I can have to learn to pretend to shoot. <laughs> have you ever shot before, or no, no, no? But our, we our, we were lucky enough; our guns arrived last night. Our proper guns, so we were starting to oh wow use those. Um, but yeah, I've been practicing with one that's way heavier than I'm used to, but having to get used to carrying it around all the time and things like that. And what about the character itself? Someone, I mean, can you identify with the character? Is it something that's way out of your normal comfort zone, or is it something that you know you feel familiar with? Something you can bring something yourself into. Um, I think she's quite a maternal figure because she's the older sister to all her uh, younger brothers and sisters. So I think in that sense of it, I think that's more like me because I'm a mum of three myself. Um, but the character herself, she's far more confident and um, ballsy than I am in real life. Um, but it's re- been a really nice experience to sort of be able to play that, um, which is very different from me. <laughs> Well, I take it as a very energetic role. Y- yeah, there's, uh, she doesn't really leave the stage very much. So, um, Once you're on, you're on. Yeah, pretty much. Um, she doesn't do an awful lot of dancing, thank goodness. <laughs> but yeah. um, she's she's on there pretty much most of the time talking to everybody and singing. So, yeah, it's been um, a lot more intense than I first anticipated, but it's been an absolutely brilliant challenge. And were you familiar? I mean, some of the numbers are, are classic ones, I think, that you'll hear around. Were you familiar with... Some of the showstoppers or stuff you've done before or something you've, you've had to start from scratch? The only one that, sorry, the two that I knew were um, No Business Like Show Business and Anything You Can Do, I Can Do Better, which I think everybody 
sort of knows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's been a lot of fun to do <laughs> with Dan because um, you can really get your teeth into it because it's like it's just an argument so it, it, that's been great but apart from that I didn't really know the show particularly well I think I'd seen the film probably years ago but apart from that no and Dan you, you were nodding nodding with that one in, in agreement so <laughs> yeah. is that a favourite number for you as well yeah it's good fun um, I'd done that song before and forgotten I'd done it and then I read the script and oh that's where that's from brilliant um, yeah, no, it is, it's good fun. You can only have a laugh with it, really. What about your character itself? What can you, what can you, do you think you can bring much of yourself to this character or is it really playing a totally different character for you? Um, totally different, yeah. So I, I'm used to playing more the um, uh, the character parts, the, uh, the I don't know, the, the evil guy or the funny guy or, um, yeah, not not really the the lead sort of love interest. That's That's not one that I have done really before so that's new and out of my comfort zone a bit but i think we're getting there <laughs> um it's difficult to play the romantic lead i think i think it's a real challenging part you you've got to pull it off because it's you know that's where the, the whole sort of show hinges in a way is that love interest absolutely thanks for the pressure i've <laughs> got <laughs> every confidence <laughs> yeah no no it's it, we're getting there definitely i think and Buffalo Bill, uh, right? So you you are the well, presumably you 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 own the big top and He's whatever. The boss, yeah. yeah. He yeah. he is the boss. So it's a great role to have. You're in charge. Absolutely. Stands around, looks important, and doesn't do very much, which suits me down to the grounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know if you've got any. Have you got big numbers you do yourself in the show, or is it? No, we, uh, luckily for the audience, not. Um, <laughs> I do a version of. There's no business like show business, but then pretty much everyone does. But no, it's a. Uh, it's more a, a spoken word part than a singing role this time. But you write it there from the beginning, by the sound. Oh yes, yeah. He he he's the ringmaster, if you like. So he he does a uh, um, the announcing and uh, introducing people. Um, so it's quite good from that. So you do your sort of like boxing ring announcing sort of voice a lot. Um, but no, it, it's very enjoyable. It's good. That's good. And do you get to dress up in all the classics sort of? Well, he wears a hat, all things at worst, in a hat the whole time. I'm um, getting used to that. I had to grow a stupid beard and moustache, but I don't Thank you. Well, you're very kind, but I think you're probably the only person who said that. <laughs> um, my wife hates it and uh, is going to shave it off the first opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it's, uh, but it it's serves a purpose, that's all. That's terrific. And coming back, just the the show in general. I suppose it, it, these sort of like Annie Get Your Gun and Oliver Sand. A lot of these shows, they just, I suppose they do get updated, but in many ways they never age. No, um, well, Annie Get Your Gun hasn't been done for a long, long time. Um, I think it's actually the fifty years since it's been done on the island. Really, as long as that? Wow. Um, I think it was nineteen seventy-two. They they got an old program out the other week. Um, I do remember it being, but I mean, the trouble is, the years start rolling uh, after a while. And you think, was yeah. it ten years, twenty, forty? No, yeah. fifty years ago. Oh, wow. Since it's been, um, and it's having a sudden revival over in the UK as well. There's a concert version on at the Palladium. I think uh, April, May time. And they're doing an open air version as well, uh, somewhere else. So it, they are coming back the old, the old fashioned classics. Well, and there's been a massive sort of interest again, isn't there? I think, or just a resurgence in just sort of musicals as a genre. They sort of on stage they seem to have a bit of a dip. Now they just seem to be right back yeah. up there again. Yeah, and I think people want to see the classic musicals. I mean, I know the Isle of Man is always wanting the first of this, the first of that. Um, but it is nice to actually go back and recreate something that 
they saw years ago, mm. but with a slight different take on it. Um, yes, it's great for the brand new premieres over here, but I mean, we've had real good fun doing this, putting this on. Yeah, really different. Um, and and you go back to all the the things you learned years ago, and you you actually put it on stage now. It's great. It's great because I've I've been doing all these routines lately that. Then I've just done Kinky Boots over in the UK, um, all these big routines, but it's been nice to go back and do the old-fashioned dancing, which I haven't done for a long while. That's terrific. So that, it's great. It's great to see that over here again. Okay. And is everyone good with the dancing? Because I imagine, is there lots of sort of like the, <laughs> the sort of cowboy style type dancing, or is it more modern than that? Or Yeah, it's in, in one of like the big numbers, it's more like hoedown yeah. type steps luckily i don't dance very much so everyone's safe from having to see that um but yeah no it has it's it's been great it has been great um and the big dance numbers do they they're really eye-catching and really great to watch oh it's really lovely and a whole ensemble cast so a cast of i mean well, just the sort of three of you here now but a cast of how many in total in this ish 35 36 yeah. so it's it's sizable yeah. it is sizable and kids well, it's yeah, even better, something going on. And just again, if anyone has heard of the show, and I'll throw this open to anyone there, but thinks, what's it all about then? Can someone just give us a brief praise of, of the storyline without giving anything away, obviously? I'll throw that to anyone. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've been doing the most research. <laughs> um, it's it's basically, it's just sort of the, the story of Annie and Frank, how, how they met um, and then their developing relationship. Um, and how Annie sort of comes from this sort of girl with her little brothers and sisters and just sort of like uh, going out shooting to survive to joining uh, Buffalo Bill's circus and then what her sort of journey is through that um, with the touring of the show and how her relationship blossoms with Frank. And it's it's basically just seeing her sort of journey from sort of backwater country gal to who she eventually becomes yeah and it is a love story yeah. as well yeah um that that's important but you're right there's the the change of character i think uh um is important and um, frank is quite a well, i was going to say arrogant uh character i would say he's <laughs> yeah extremely <laughs> annoyingly confident <laughs> yeah <laughs> confident perhaps rather than arrogant and because you're a yeah. top shooter as well aren't you you're a top actually top yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the best in the world or so he thinks uh, until he meets annie who beats him <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very much a will they won't they sort of get together type yeah so, and the ups and downs with that well the suitable for all the family then obviously it's it's, it's a family show yeah. anyone can come along yeah yeah. All important times and dates, and when can people actually go along and see it? It's on the 18th to the 25th of March at the Gacy Theatre, and we have matinees on Sunday the 19th and Saturday the 25th. Break a leg, everyone. It's going to be a classic show. Wonderful stuff. Have fun. Try not to shoot anyone. <laughs> and uh, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Speaking of shows, don't forget Young Frankenstein, or is that Frankenstein, is still showing at the Gaiety Theatre to rave reviews, courtesy of the Choral Union, of course. Frankenstein himself, Tony Eccles and Mark Doggerty, told me they'd never had so much fun in a show. It's been hilarious, hasn't it? Absolutely. And really and it, enjoyable experience. Excuse the pun, but the hardest thing is not corpsing. <laughs> no, exactly. It, you, 
because even if someone tries a line or does something slightly different, a different intention, a different yeah. intonation in their yeah, voice yeah. or a different look or reaction to it, there are so many times where I've had to be like, you know, just struggle through it because it could happen, you know, yeah. it could happen on the night and there's some different things and it's just so silly. Young Frankenstein, on until the 18th of February at the Gaiety. Catch it while you can. That's about it for this week. Don't forget, if you want to hear anything again, go to maxradio.com, download the Spotlight podcast, listen where and when you want. Why not try it whilst riding a space hopper in Morick Park? See you next week. Look after yourselves and whatever you're doing, be creative about it. Cheerio. Cheerio.